0: Good day to you, fine people of God. I'm Pastor Cole McClendon coming to you from Central Assembly of God, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I trust that you will find great value in listening to this message today. My hope is that you're encouraged and strengthened by the word given and that you will return to this site frequently to listen in. Be blessed.
1: The Bible says this. Let's stay into our feet. We did this in the first service. I feel led to do it again. Just to honor God's word. We've said this a lot this morning, and I'm, I'm happy about it. The Bible says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. Stay standing. Flip over to 1 Peter 2, verse 24. Bible says, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Pastor, I feel led to start, if you could share your testimony, what happened with your neck before I get into anything else. (laughs)
0: Um, I started the service by mentioning that we were in camp meeting during the week. And uh, on Friday morning, they had uh, morning and evening services. So we did a lot of church this week. Um, starting from Wednesday, of course. Uh, Tuesday night was a service, then Wednesday morning and then evening. But on uh, Friday morning, he... Uh, evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Sr. formed a prayer line for people that uh, had had accidents. Now, I've not told you, uh, I mean, you don't have time for me to be telling you all of the things I've been through in my life. Uh, But one of the stupid things I did when I was 12 years old was stand on the side of a a pool. Now, I'm not talking about an in-ground pool. I mean, I'm talking about an in-ground pool that was surrounded by cement. All right, So I did a backflip off of the side of the cement pool, but I never made it to the water. My head, however, found the side of the cement and I fell in the water. Thank God somebody was there uh, to get me out of the water. And um, so that put a lot of compression on my neck. And I was just 12 years old, but come uh, not long after I came here, I started having trouble with my neck. And so I went to see a chiropractor and he said, I think you need to go get an MRI. And long story short, I had uh, three crushed discs in my neck and that's why I was having problems. It had gotten to the point where Um, you know, today it wouldn't be such a big deal because now I got a camera on both my vehicles, but to turn around and look to, 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 you know, to see, to back up, it had become a thing. I was acting like I was 85 years old. You know how some old people do when they back out. It's just, bless God, get out of my way. (laughs) You know, checking a mirror here and here. And I was starting to get like that, but uh, on Friday morning, he he, he called for that, and I thought I'm getting in on this. I got to get in on this. And so when I went up there, I, I I told him I have a problem with my neck, got some issues with my uh, discs. And and then he said, "Is it three discs?" I said, "Yes, sir. It's three discs." And he said, "All right, then we're just going to order three new discs for you." <laughs> Pastor Makai, she saw it. Uh, A few of you may have been watching it. But he grabbed my neck and he just went, Jesus, glory to God. He started twisting my head about, Glory to God, hallelujah. And uh, so if I wasn't healed, I would have been in excruciating pain crying out, bless God, but I did a dance instead because God touched me. I went back to my pew and I said, I told my wife, I said, put your hand on my neck right now. I want you to feel this. It felt like I, my neck was about 250 degrees back there. I was on fire. Thank God for brand new discs.
1: Glory to God. Hallelujah. So on that note, today's going to be WWE when we have the altar call. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. As the Lord leads, though, I mean, hey, you never know when the anointing hits. Bless God. Today, I wanted to talk about the power that heals. The power that heals. So I won't be talking about healing through modern medicine, though I'm not against it. Sometimes as a uh, evangelist, faith preacher who preaches healing, sometimes it comes across as if, They're not for doctors and for medicine. I'm for that stuff. I'm also not going to talk about natural means of healing, though we all know we have an immune system and God built us that way to naturally, over time, we are healed. Today, I want to talk about the healing power of God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. That's what we're talking about when Pastor testified. That's the power of God that did that. Obviously, you can go through a bunch of procedures and all that, but there's something about When you trust in the power of God, you trust in God's word, God will meet you right where your faith is, amen? That's what this week is all about. This week is about growing your faith in the area of healing. Uh, Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, amen? And so you can literally grow your faith by meditating on God's word, getting in the atmosphere where the word is preached. That's the whole purpose of why we do this, you know, church thing, you know, to to get you into faith so you can see God do the miraculous, amen? Amen. Hallelujah, and so that's what this week's going to be all about, and uh, it's, it's starting this morning, you know, it's, we already had healings take place in the morning, uh, I had somebody come up to me, we prayed, the Lord gave me a word of knowledge just for the arthritis, and there was a bunch of people who came forward, and uh, she's going to share her testimony tonight, but there was a woman who came. And uh, she literally was so crippled in her leg that she could put hardly any weight on it. It was causing a lot of problems. And she said, as soon as we prayed and we laid hands on her, the power of God snapped into her leg. That's why she was falling out. She wasn't falling out just because, um, you know, the power. She said, I would not put pressure on it. And all of a sudden, I could put pressure on it. And God was working her leg out again. Amen. Glory to God. And so that's going to happen here this morning again in Jesus' name. We'll follow the Holy Ghost and see what he wants to do. But I know he's going to heal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's to encourage you guys here today. So, see, I wanted to get this across here this morning is the devil is the author of sickness and disease. Did you know that? John 10.10 10 says, the thief cometh to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come to give life and life more abundantly. I've never met anybody who was going through sickness and disease and said, man, I'm really living life abundant right here. I'm in a wheelchair or I'm in the hospital every other week. That's not life abundantly. And uh, so... God doesn't need to put sickness and disease on anybody to teach him a lesson either. Amen. That's not in the Bible. That's some, that's some lie from hell. And so we'll, we'll tackle all of that. But see, Jesus, he actually paid a heavy price for your healing. He paid such a heavy price that he took those stripes upon his back, not just for your sins to be removed, though that is the most important and that is we're thankful for salvation. Hallelujah. Anybody thankful for salvation? Praise God. I'm super thankful. Hell is too hot for me. Praise God. But he also took those stripes for your healing. Amen. By his stripes, you were healed. See, we started with Isaiah. that He was looking forward to where Jesus would take those stripes. Peter then goes ahead and looks backwards and says, he already took them for me. Now receive your healing. Amen. And all throughout the Gospels, you see Jesus doing what? Doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. He was anointed to destroy the works of the devil. Everybody say, I'm anointed. You're anointed to destroy the works of the devil. Did you know that? The Bible says in Acts 1 verse 8 that the, Jesus said, "Tarry until you are be endued with power to be a witness. What is this power? This power, obviously we know the power of God is unto salvation. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation for, to be saved. But that power is also there to demonstrate that Jesus is alive. How do we demonstrate that Jesus is alive? Through signs and wonders and miracles, through the laying on of hands. The Bible says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. And these signs shall follow those who believe. You'll cast out devils. You'll speak in new tongues. You'll you'll lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's for me, and that's for you. There's not one place in the Bible where it says it ever ceased. And so we're going to get into all of that throughout the week. But I wanted to really go take you through this journey of how we got into healing school because we, we're from the ten, uh, we went to Bible school at Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, um, and we graduated from there, and they did healing schools there, and we attended one because it was part of the requirement of, of the school. And I remember sitting there, and I, it was amazing. People were getting healed and all that, but I never thought in my life that, you know what, Nick, you need to, you need to go and do that. Not one time. I was like, man, it's great. I would, but I'm only going to do what the Holy Ghost says to do. Amen. I'm not here trying to just, you know, do another thing here at the church. This is a mandate from God. And so I remember going down there in in the May conference of 2021. And uh, I remember sitting there, and the power of God's hitting the whole place. You know, the place is inverted like it always is. And um, if you don't know who, you know what I'm talking about, just look up Pastor Rodney Howard Brown on YouTube later, and you'll know what I'm talking about. And uh, anyways, the place is getting hit, and... I was just feeling such a strong ur- urgency in my spirit that the Lord was giving me something fresh, something like a mandate given from God for our own ministry. You know, we always go down there with, any, with no preconceived ideas. We just want a fresh word from God. And uh, I remember sitting there, and uh, the Lord began to deal with me in the area of healing. And I was thinking about the stripes that Jesus took. I was thinking about the agony that he took. And I was just, I was thinking about the last two years and I'm not here to talk about all that, what happened, whatever. Paul said, forget those things which are behind you and press forward towards the high mark of the call which is before you, amen. So I'm not getting into all that. But I'm just taking you where I was so you can understand what we're talking about here this morning. And I'm sitting there, and God's just dealing with me in the area of the stripes Jesus took. And I'm just thinking about it, and I'm I'm just mowing it over in my spirit. And it's just hitting me, and it's hitting me. And all of a sudden, the Lord spoke to my spirit, and he said, I want you to heal the sick, teach them how to keep their healing, and mobilize the saints, and equip them to to minister healing everywhere they go. And I was like, it hit me. I'm like, oh, my God, this is this is heavy, this, you know, I began to pray about it more and everything, and I came back, and I talked with pastor, and I said, pastor, I really feel strongly to do a healing school, and I said, pray about it, you know, and uh, he began to pray, and then he, he began to say, yeah, I think you should do it, and so we launched our first healing school in November of 2021, who was there at one, the, you know, praise God, yeah, I see a lot more in this service, than, and praise the Lord. And if you were there, you remember the power God hit a couple of nights. Our own brother took off running. God was healing people. people were, you, the saints themselves were laying hands on other people, when they were getting healed. That's what it's about. And I'm going to get into that here in a little bit because it's not just about Nick and Emily. It's not just about Pastor Cole and Pastor Amy doing all the work. No, our job description is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. That's the whole purpose of the five-fold ministry. Obviously, I'm going, to, I'm going to continue to do it, because if I'm not doing it, why would I ask you to do it? So I'm, you know, I'm going to continue to win souls. I'm going to continue to heal the sick. I'm going to continue to do everything the Bible says, but I want to multiply myself. Everybody say multiply. See, God wants us to multiply ourselves so that we can do more damage against the kingdom of darkness. Amen? Because the kingdom of darkness did far too much damage than we should have allowed the last two years. Far too much. Too many people killing themselves, oppressed, depressed, overdosed, alcoholic now because they were sitting at home for all that time out of their mind. No, enough is enough. We put a restriction order on the devil, an eviction notice, and he's had enough in Jesus' name. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I I felt the Lord speak to this to me specifically about this week, and I wrote it down because any guys in the house, if you don't write something down, how many of you have forgot something? Okay, guys, and then how many of your wives got on you and they said, come on, man, what are you doing? Should have wrote it down. I mean, my wife does that. I thank God for her. Praise the Lord, because otherwise I'd forget everything, right, Pastor? Amen. But anyways, I wrote this down. I want, I want you to hear this. This week will be a week like never before. This week will be an explosion of the power of God for people to experience healing and an impartation of the power of God to heal the sick everywhere they go. And then I wrote this down. What I see in my spirit is the army of God, the ordinary believers going out and doing extraordinary things. Did you catch that? The ordinary believers, the everyday person, the layman, the people who are in the workplace, the marketplace, doing extraordinary things. God is gonna use you, amen? Winning the lost, but then demonstrating a living God. That's what we need. That's what will turn America around. It's not going to be another good sermon. It's not going to be another good message. It's going to be the gospel demonstrated in power. Amen. Because this generation is looking for something real. This generation right now is the greatest generation I believe to ever walk the planet and they're so hungry that they're willing to do ridiculous stupid stuff to uh, to try to get into touch or an experience, right? Who agrees with me with that? You see people are out, out of their mind. They're doing crazy stuff. They're I mean my god I got to be careful what I say but look at what's happening with Disney and all this stuff that just ridiculous confusion because they're looking for a real god and we hold the answer in this place hallelujah we got to take this outside the four walls and let them experience it so they'll turn themselves around amen so G- so Acts 1, verse 8, I already quoted it, but I'll read it again. The power to heal the sick. Jesus said this, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and even Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Amen. Amen. Because it says, into the uttermost parts of the earth. Hallelujah. Thank God that's in there, you know? Because if it was just Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, we'd be all getting on a flight right now and trying to get into Jerusalem, and my God, this is the only place God's moving. No, under the uttermost parts of the earth. Praise God, we in the uttermost parts of the earth? Absolutely. So, after you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you now are endued with power. That's what Jesus said. You're going to be endued with power. What was he talking about? He's talking about Acts chapter 2. They were in one accord in one place, and what? Suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as a mighty rushing wind in the field who? All who were present. Hallelujah. They began to speak with other tongues. Then what happened after that? The mobilization of the church like never before. He saw the church multiply, I mean, mega church overnight. Praise God. And then it was because the believers, those 120 believers were getting endued with power and they were going out and demonstrating what Jesus did. Because guess what? If Jesus did it, we can do it. Say it. If Jesus did it, I can do it. And that's not heresy because Jesus said, greater works shall you do. He said, greater works shall you do. What are the original works? Casting out devils, healing the sick, right? Greater works in what? In measure. Because look, if I go out and heal the sick in Bethlehem, and you go out and you get on a plane, you fly to Alaska, and you will heal the sick there, that's multiplication. We're healing the sick at the same time in two different states. Come on, this is, this is what the devil did. He overplayed his hand in the last two years, and he, he woke us up to the fact that, guess what, we better get busy because time's running out. He overplayed his cards and now all of us are awake at this point or you will be before the service is over and we're gonna be mobilized to tear the kingdom of darkness apart. Come on, we are the answer to the church that was praying for 100 years straight in this region. You're the answer to their prayers right now. We're standing in a prophetic moment because Jesus is coming soon and he ain't coming for a weak church. Come on, he ain't coming for a church without power. He's coming for a church who's looking for him, who's ready, and who's busy. Oh, it's time to get busy. Say, look to your neighbor and say, It's time to get busy. Hallelujah. This, this command, it's not just for the disciples, it's for all believers. It's for all believers. Because Jesus said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel, and these signs shall follow. The super apostles did it say that did it say just uh peter james and john because they were my homeboys no it doesn't say that <laughs> it says all believers these will follow the believers are you a believer yes. say I'm a believer. I'm a believer come on you're a believer so the signs will start following you but the bible says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge So if you don't know what's available to you, how are you going to work it? How do you know? If you you had electricity, but you don't turn that switch up, you could be saying, man, it's dark in here. I'm tired of it being dark in here. But if you go flip the switch, power's on. on. Hello? But if you're just in there like, oh, man, it's really dark. I really would like some light. You need to start singing kumbaya in the dark. You're going to be in the dark all day. But when you flip that switch, you can see. God has given us tools and ways and methods which will release the power of God out of you and into somebody else. Because greater is he who is where? In you than he who is in the world. The power, the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells where? In you. It dwells in you. So you, how do we release it? Through your mouth and through your hands. What do they want to cover up? Your mouth and your hands. Can't touch nobody, got to cover that mouth. That sounds like the devil to me. And so I believe the next time something like this rolls up, we ain't getting in the basement. I'm talking about the church, capital C, not this church. We weren't in the basement. We were still having services and stuff. But the whole church as a whole, we're going to stand up, and when the hospitals do get full, they're going to bring them to us. We're going to line them up. We're going to have a whole school, Holy Ghost, Jesus revival with people getting healed. Because the greatest days of the healing is not in the 50s, it's now. Jesus is wanting to use you to heal the sick. Amen? Say, Jesus wants to use me. And Jesus is going to use me. Hallelujah. Praise God. So this is a mandate given uh, given to us. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. You know, I remember uh when everything was going crazy. Who remembers that, March 2020? Not, I don't want to keep looking back, but this is, is reality. We all went through it. Praise God, we're still alive. But I remember, personally, thinking back at that time, and just as the Lord was ministering up until May 2021, I was thinking about the stripes. I couldn't get away from the stripes. By his stripes, we were healed. By his stripes, we were healed. I could not get away from that. And everything in me was breaking. And I know, I know what God was doing now. He's birthing something in me. He's birthing me to do something greater. But at the time, I was just broken. I was just getting broken. Like, God, your church is folding like lawn chairs. They, we should be standing up. We should be laying hands. They should be coming to us. This is the time that the old saints of old prophesied that they would start bringing stretchers and everything into the church. That was our moment. And he began to minister to me on the stripes, on the stripes, on the stripes. And finally, the Lord quickened to me the passion of the Christ. Who's seen it? Who's not seen it? It's been out for a while, so it's okay if you haven't. It's been out for a while. And uh, I said, I got to see it. I know I see it in the word. I know I see it when I read it. But I got to see it. I need to see it afresh. I need it to be seared in my spirit afresh of what Jesus done for me and he did for you. And so I have the the video, and I want you to play this. And just a discretion before it's played, it's graphic. So if your kids, it's up to you parents. I see a couple kids, but I believe it's going to benefit them as well because this is what really happened, actually worse than what we're about to see. You can roll it.
0: 21 Bigin ti 30 32 30. 30. Non posso
1: Resistenza sua incredibile Forza ne piace, no? <SILENCIO> On di Bedford Prova i studi Quale? Mi mi so che Gusta, gusta <SILENCIO>
2: To the moment um, where the woman in the crowd locks eyes with Jesus and paws it on Jesus' face. It was maybe like a minute or so ago. I want you guys to catch something. Right there. You had it, and then you you went too far. Right there. I want to keep that up for a moment. And if you have your Bibles, I want to read a scripture to you that I've personally only ever heard preached one time in my life. And I've grown up in church. So in 28 years, I've heard this scripture preached once. Um, Isaiah 52, chapter 14. And I'm going to be reading the NLT version. If you're using your phone, if you'd like to be in the same version as me. And I want you to read this because it's powerful. Because, you know, in order to to walk in healing, in order to, to receive the healing, we have to understand the sacrifice that was paid on our behalf. We have to cherish it. We have to appreciate it. So the Bible says in Isaiah 52, chapter, or sorry, chapter 52, verse 14, But many were amazed when they saw him. His face was so disfigured, he seemed hardly human. And from his appearance, one would scarcely know he was a man. That is actually the G-rated version of what Jesus endured for you. That's the Disney version. And that's pretty graphic. And the reason why I wanted to pause on this moment, because when he locks eyes with the woman in the crowd, you can see him saying, I love you. And the reason that I'm doing this is because I love you and because I hate sin and I hate disease and I hate poverty and I hate bitterness and unforgiveness and I hate what the devil would try to do to steal and kill and take out my people, the eyes of love. And it bothers me, it bothers me seeing this, knowing the price that Jesus paid, his blood that was shed, his body that was torn to pieces, to where if you looked upon him, you would question if he was even a human being. The beating he took for you was not just for your salvation, though that's the greatest miracle of all. We're not trying to downplay salvation. But that beating he took was for you to be healthy, to be whole, to be healed. And not just in a Pentecostal service when hands are laid upon you. That beating he took was that so that you as a child of God could walk every single day of your life in the fullness of his promises. His promises is our health, our happiness, our peace, our joy, our prosperity. And the list goes on. And I know we're not where the focus is healing today, but that blood that was shed, there's so much that took place for you. And it is pride. Pride has entered into the church because people think that their problems are bigger than that. that their disease or their diagnosis, or their bank account or the hurt that they've endured. And they're unwilling to forgive those people is bigger than what he did. And it angers me because I see that. And I see what he endured for my sake. And this is why we want to teach this to you guys. This is why we want to. Can you guys do me a favor and close those doors? Thank you. This is why we want to take the time this week to teach this to you. So that it can be real to you. So that the next time you get an unfavorable diagnosis, you have the faith, you have the tools now. I see what this diagnosis says. But I also recognize that cross. And I recognize the wounds. And I recognize the blood that was shed, the price that was paid in advance so that i could be healed so i thank you lord i lift this diagnosis to you i lift this body to you and though the doctors may be saying one thing i know that the bible says that by your stripes i have been made whole so i thank you lord and today and forevermore i walk in that promise And I encourage you guys, you know, I understand it's a sacrifice. You, ha- you work a job, you've got a family, you know, to come to church for four nights. I get that it is a sacrifice, but it is worth it. Because like my husband hinted at earlier, if you thought COVID was the worst thing that was going to take place in these last days, that's nothing compared to what they have coming. And I don't say that to put fear on you. Because we're, we're here to equip you, we're here to encourage you, we're here to pump the word of God in you, so that when the next thing comes, you're not afraid, you're going to laugh. The Bible says that famine and destruction, you shall laugh. So the next thing that comes, the church of God, we're going to laugh because we have the word of God inside of us, and now we know what to do. And now we know how to stand. Amen. So I encourage you to sacrifice the evenings this week because we're going to talk about the hindrances for healing. We're going to go over, maybe some of you have lost loved ones. Maybe some of you have had things go wrong in your life and you can't reconcile why that's taken place. We're going to teach on that tonight because we, don't, we only have so much time this morning. But if you join us this week, I promise you, by Wednesday night, you will not be the same. So do everything that you can. Clear your schedule. Ask your boss to leave work early. Do what you've got to do so that you can be here and don't miss a session. And I'm not saying this because I'm trying to promote our ministry. It has nothing to do with that. I'm saying this because my husband and I feel this like a burden that keeps us up at night. That the church, the, the capital C church needs to have a revelation of the precious blood of Jesus and the price that was paid for them. It bothers me when Christians are sick. It bothers me when they're hurting. It bothers me when they're broke. It bothers me when they're walking in unforgiveness and you can, you can see the pain in their life from the hurt they've endured like a badge of honor. It bothers me. And we're going to do everything that we can to help you guys with that to this week. So I encourage you to join us tonight. Join us Monday through Wednesday night. It's going to be a powerful time. And, and as we continue on with the service, I'm going to give it back to my husband Just remember that face, the eyes of love, Jesus, he loves you, and he already paid the price for you, and his greatest desire is for you to be 100% healthy and 100% whole. Amen.
1: Praise the Lord. So that's not to bring it down, it's time to bring it up, because three days later, he rose from the dead, amen? And because he rose from the dead, resurrection power raised him from the dead and now lives in you and lives in me, like Pastor said a couple weeks ago. And that same power is here today. I feel the power of God even moving, even moving across this place. Rivers of healing is taken place. Rivers of healing is flowing through this place. Just close your eyes, lift your hands. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted. People with broken hearts are getting restored right now. Somebody's wronged you so bad. Oh, they did you so bad. And God is coming right in the middle of your heart right now. And as you release them, God is restoring you right now. All over this place. He's come to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of the sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. Oppression is leaving people right now. Depression is leaving people right now. Heaviness is leaving right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And the power of God is just all over this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I see many people I can go down and call out, but I, I don't feel to do that. With every head bowed, every eye closed right now, If you, this is a call for people. We already did a salvation call, so this is not a salvation call. But right now, those who are listening to me under the sound of my voice, and you fit into any two categories. One, right now you're feeling the literal presence of God coming upon you. You literally feel the tangible anointing of God on your body right now. I want to pray with you and for you. And then also... As I was preaching on the mobilization of the believers and you felt something in your spirit that you said, I want God to use me more. I want God to use me in such a powerful way to my generation. I want to be a part of this army of God that God is going to use in these last days to not only see souls saved, but to destroy the kingdom of darkness. If you fit into any one of those two categories, I want you to meet me right here at the altar. and We're going to pray for you. We're going to lay hands on you. my spirit, and I felt this for the second service this morning when I was praying. If you have cancer, or they're telling you you might have cancer, I want to pray with you and for you. If that's you, will you just raise your hand? by the Spirit. Not, you're not confessing that you're healed and you have cancer right now. And you may not have even, even be up here but if you're out in the crowd... thank you, Lord, that they'll each move from sympathy into compassion, where compassion moves to do something about it. And I thank you, Lord, as we lay hands on them, that the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, that raised him from the dead, will go into their bodies, and we impart the healing anointing here this morning. going to come around and pray pastor
0: I hope you've enjoyed today's message and that it has been a blessing to you thank you for listening in if you have met Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior would you please connect with us either at our website wwwcentralfamily.net or perhaps give us a call at 610 610865. 0577. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if this has been that kind of a blessing to you, would you consider blessing us with a financial gift to make it possible for us to continue to do what we're doing here and taking the gospel not only to the Lehigh Valley but around the world? We want to do our part in reaching the people that God has entrusted to us with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can help us with your financial gift or sowing a seed to this ministry. God bless you. Have an amazing day. Remember, you can reach us and give through www.centralfamily.net.